My name is Ros Jones and I'm Development Coordinator at New Phytologist, a leading international plant science journal owned by a non-profit making organisation that strives to promote plant science through events such as symposia and the annually awarded Tansy Medal for Excellence in Plant Science. Today I'm interviewing Francis Martin, lead organiser of the 26th New Phytologist Symposium on Bioenergy Trees. Francis is the Interaction Section Editor for New Phytologist and works as a researcher at INERA, which is the French National Institute for Agricultural Research. His areas of expertise include mycorrhizal biochemistry and metabolism, plant physiology and functional genomics of poplar. Bonjour Francis. Bonjour Ross. Congratulations on a very successful symposium. I wonder if you would just start by outlining the aims of the symposium and what you hoped to achieve during this week. Yes, of course. Uh, over the, the recent years, uh, use of trees for bioenergy pollution has been very, uh, uh, a very topical issue. And uh, uh, it's a very controver- controversial field. And we, we had the feeling that... Uh, uh, gathering uh, the best experts in the field may help uh, the, the, this uh, research field to, to go further. The, the aims of the symposium was to bring together experts in different fields, uh, including genomics, genomics of poplar and genomics of uh, eucalypts, geneticists able to use these genomic tools for speeding up the uh, selection process of elite trees, and uh, physiologists, but also uh, people able to uh, uh, assess the valuation, the value of the bioenergy trees uh, uh, and their use in, in, in Europe and in, in North America. So uh, as I, I, I said, it's a very uh, complex issue uh, to produce bioenergy trees or trees domesticated for bioenergy uh, because we want to, to have a I guess in English you say a flying pig, which means that uh, we want a tree which is growing very fast, producing an intense root system, uh, large uh, shoots. We want a tree having low lignin and high cellulose content, but at the same time we would like this tree to have very low impact on the environment. So it's very difficult to reconcile all these uh, goals. So that's why we need to have experts in the field able to, to assess the different uh, issues. The symposium seems to have achieved bringing all of these different disciplines together very successfully. Certainly the, the speakers have been very well received and there's been some very lively discussion um, following each talk and, and at the very end of the symposium. So I wonder what for you have actually been the highlights of, of this week? I guess we have been very lucky to uh, have the best speakers in the field, really uh, from, from North America, from Canada, from the US, from Brazil. Of course, most of the European, European uh, scientists were there. I, I have the feeling that uh, this field is more moving very fast. So for me, the highlights would be uh, the fact that we progressed uh, uh, tremendously on the genomics of poplar, the new uh, version 2 of the annotation of poplar, Populus tricocarp has been released, but we've seen uh, this week uh, that uh, additional species of poplar have been sequenced, uh, Populus nigra, Populus tremula, so that's really, uh, that's really great. We've seen a, a, a superb, excellent integration of genomics and genetics. I think that this good integration will lead to the discovery of important QTLs, 
And so these QTRs will be used by, by uh, geneticists for finding the best features for improving the yields of, of poplars. I think we, we had a, a fairly good uh, series of data sets on the microbiome. I mean, the, uh, of course, trees are not by themselves in the, in the plantation. Mm. They are living with a cortege, with a suite of uh, microorganisms. And uh, Andrea Polo emphasized the importance of investigating the microorganism living in soils and interacting with, with trees and, and poplars, especially. And uh, Rich Murphy did uh, a very uh, good uh, talk on the life cycle analysis. What will be the impact of uh, energy, bioenergy poplar? That's really good to see that kind of bigger picture. And yeah, yeah just to take the really specific research and see how that's going to actually fit into mm -hmm. to how bioenergy could could progress yeah, in the yeah. future. With that in mind, how, how do you see the future of bioenergy tree research? I would think that the, the future is bright if we can find land to grow the trees. Mm -hmm. I think that's what really one of the main issues uh, raising for, for the discussions we had during the symposium is okay, we, we will be able to master bioenergy tree, we will probably be able to select elite trees with improved biomass, with improved linking to cellulose ratio, but uh, we are not convinced that we will be able to find land in Europe or in North America to plant these bioenergy trees. So it's really a, a, the master issue will be that. I also wanted to ask you, because uh, as, a, as an editor for New Phytologist, I'm knowing that New Phytologist is a non-profit-making organisation and encourages students and young scientists to come to events uh, such as the, the New Phytologist Symposium, and in fact we even provided travel grants uh, for students to attend. What, what do you feel is the importance of in, in encouraging these early career scientists to, to join in with all of these world-class experts? That's one thing I like very much is a new fight symposium format. It really allows uh, youngsters to, en to interact with uh, senior scientists. I in most meetings, large meetings, where there are hundreds of scientists or even sometimes thousands, all the top guns, all the senior scientists are staying together and, and interacting very well. But the, the, the youngsters, the young scientists, the next generation scientists have a, a lot of difficulties to interact with the seniors. In the new fight symposium, it's really cool, relaxed, and, and then the, the, the youngsters could easily interact with the, the, the senior scientists. That's really important mm. to create an a very relaxed atmosphere where, where the, the young scientists could easily interact with the senior scientists. It will promote science, and uh, that's really one of the main goals of uh, the new phytologist trust, is to bring the new generation in, 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 in pushing them doing the best science. And, uh, of course, there were some really excellent posters presented by a lot of these uh, younger scientists, and we would be encouraging them to, ch to try and get this work um, published. And I understand that you're planning to produce a special issue in New Phytologist on bioenergy trees in the coming months. Could you give our listeners some details about what sort of papers you would encourage people to submit? Yeah, as we said, the, the symposium has been, qu has been quite a success, so we want to keep the momentum and have a special issue dedicated to bioenergy trees. So we will welcome uh, review papers, uh, research papers, concept papers, letters to the editors, and so we hope that we can produce a, a good issue, which will be, uh, I'm sure, highly cited. 
If you would like to submit a paper for the Bioenergy Tree Special Issue, please visit our website www.newphytologist.com for further information. More information about the New Phytologist Trust, which has funded this symposium and which awards the Tansley Medal for Excellence in Plant Science, can be found at www.newphytologist.org. Links and contact details are also available on both of these websites. I'd like to thank Francis for his time and providing us with uh, this insight into this latest New Phytologist Symposium. And I look forward to seeing the forthcoming publications and hope that the outcomes of this meeting will foster increased collaboration and a greater understanding of this really exciting area of plant science research. Thank you, Francis. Thanks, Ross, for your support and input. (laughs) It's a pleasure. Au revoir. Au revoir.